This episode brought to you by Quest Carbon Cycles, Atlanta, Canada's first premium boutique mountain bike company. Located in Hillsborough at 2839 Main Street. Come on down and see us. You can see me. I'm here at the shop, Melissa, from Monday to Friday. Come look at the bikes. Get out right. He doesn't want to have to edit the podcast. <laughs> I say, old chap. Welcome to the Mountain Bike Connection podcast, <laughs> live on location from the homegrown homestead, homestead shed with the one and it's only. It's almost like you rhymed that on purpose. Yeah, well, yeah I wrote it down. It's a lyric. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. We're rapping. Not a haiku. <laughs> you need to get closer. You're going to get shouted at. Sorry. <laughs> we have with us Ben Cummings. <laughs> in the left corner. Weighing in at a soaking wet 137 and a half pounds. Standing at an astounding 5 feet 7 inches. Benjamin the Destroyer Cummings. That's when you're you supposed to, to do the clap, clap. clap. What? Good God, you have one job. Yay! <laughs> one job. You just, just sat there smiling. Just squeeze that together in the edit. Just oh, like yeah. crossfade. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Cross dissolve that. Darren just seemed to be really it was quite just quite enthralled. He's like, oh, this is great. It's finite. <laughs> Who was he fighting? I don't know. Guy up the road? Who are you going to fight? Just fighting myself. My <laughs> internal There's demons. There's lots of methods we could go find. You probably. missed out the Mills Land. Let's get it on. Yes. Well, no, because we didn't announce his, his um, opponent. Opponent, yeah. Huh. Okay. Well. Okay. Oh. Anyway, what's on the agenda? Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi. Yeah, we have Ben. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so not used to an audio medium. It's something that I, I, I'm always on video, so I just make silly faces and then noises and... So this is weird, just talking to people. Do you want over. us? Do you want us to? Do I think we'll all just stare at you. I mean, we could. But L- Laurie makes bird noises randomly. All so. the time. Yeah. I, I what kind just... of birds? Oh my god. <laughs> I can talk to baby ducks. I can talk to baby chicks. Not anymore. I, just, like... I hear they got um. <laughs> just remember. <clears throat> Let's not talk about my ducks, please, because I don't want to cry. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but it was the cute ones. And the only one that's left is Fucky Ducky. <laughs> You're probably going to have to explain that. So, four ducks, two girls, two boys, and one of them got... What did you say that he got? Limberneck. He got Limberneck. So he's always like... It's like he's just had way too many... What the fuck are you doing, <laughs> you... I think she's farted. chewing <laughs> off mic. <laughs> oh, I thought he was farting at me. <laughs> Laurie's leaning away and doing the left butt cheek left. <laughs> wow. Better not smell like peas. Um, anyway, so 
cute ducks and then one got limberneck so he was like way too much whiskey fall over like oh so then he kind of got better but then kind of didn't so his neck's a bit funky so we call him fucky duck and fucky duck is now the only duck with mm-hmm. the chickens. It's not road pizza. <laughs> no, yeah. and and right. Chloe and Lucifer uh, look after him, so that's okay. The, the rooster. Fucky duck is Gerald's bitch, by the way. The cock yeah. and fucky Gerald's the, the rooster. The rooster fucks my duck. I've never <laughs> ever thought. That's a weird phrase. <laughs> yeah, look, I never, I never thought I would ever open the back patio door and be like, "Stop fucking my duck." But I have actually said that. Fuck a duck. <laughs> That's what Gerald again. says. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gerald just says any old's a goal, to be fair. But yeah, no, fuck's my duck. Did you hear what happened to my rooster? No. no. This summer? I watched him choke to death. Oh, oh no. Right? Yeah, I never thought... I mean, he was a haggard kind of... We I got rescued two roosters because they were in a house with like four or five different roosters and they kind of peck at each other when they grow up. And uh, my rooster, Don, was super haggard, had no tail feathers left, had barely any feathers on him at all. He was starting to grow them back in. Anyway, he was very protective of everything, very possessive of the food. And one day I poured some food into the bin and of course Don comes like fighting everybody off completely. And uh, he apparently eats too much and Nicole and I were standing just outside of the uh, of the chicken coop. And Don just comes out just and we're like, what? what's wrong with Don? Like he's freaking out. And I'm like, okay, this is normal Don behavior. Like Don's a dick. He's just, anyway, he's freaking out. And I'm like, what's, what's happening? And he's like flailing himself up and down. And eventually he just stops and just lays on the ground like he's having a seizure. And I'm like, I gotta help him. But I was scared because he's the kind of guy who would just peck at you. He just yeah. like, whatever. Anyway, I went over and he had a big bolus in his throat. And uh, I tried to like give, I don't know how to properly give CPR to a chicken or a rooster, a but cock. I tried. Yeah, to a cock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to say it. There are some women out there that could probably mouth, say it. Mouth to mouth with a cock was not something on my list for that, for that weekend. Um, Did you run in the house and get your wife? <laughs> anyway, so I, I tried and he just, he like, I had my arms and he just like, and died. I was like, I never thought that a very uh, haggard rooster would choke to death on a mm. farm, but there's weird stuff that has <gasps> happened on our, our little homestead here. Hmm. So That's very sad. Well, closer, closer. I would have been a basket case. Oh, like, it was. Basket case. <laughs> would have been? <laughs> yes. You already are. <laughs> Love you. If, if any of our listeners know how to give CPR to a cock, please call me. <laughs> yeah, know. Laurie wants those questions, so please submit CPR to a cock. To it's, it's funny to hear people's relationships with their roosters because it, I find that like people are either one camp or the other. Either they love their rooster, like you have a decent rooster. Oh, right? yeah. Lucifer is awesome. She he hand feeds Gerald. I can, I can hand feed Gerald. Oh. Gerald also tries to fuck me, though. <laughs> and the cat. Oh, uh, He does fuck the cat. cat went there one day, and the cat stood there. You know how cats kind of go out the door and they stand still and get a good beat on. Gerald comes along starts doing his little rooster sex dance. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> then we would have been able to say, stop fucking my cat. <laughs> Don't Your think the cat would have appreciated it. Pussy cat. Oh, good God. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave until you're done talking about uh, we should, and cats. We, we should probably talk about um, bikes. You. We should probably talk about bikes being, you oh, yeah, know. The reason that I'm here, the, I guess. It's a bike podcast. Um, yeah. So, and roosters don't ride bikes. Well, it's an everything podcast, let's be honest. Yes, at this point? Bike, 
and poop is typically what we trail poop choking cocks <laughs> <laughs> we do actually have a trail poop story as well oh we do blazing destruction and more has than one did we not talk about that i don't believe oh so oh my god i it. feel like we've i feel like we've i've, I've lived <laughs> blazing destruction too many times but please let's talk about bikes with ben okay blazing destruction is a good trail i love that trail me too do you want to get out of your system uh, oh, I did. That, that was <laughs> Blazing Destruction is a trail? Yes. On MVP? Yeah. That was him pooping his pants. Uh, both. Oh, okay. Um, at, at MVP. So, trails in Fredericton. Um, we went, we had wraps beforehand, which subsequently Before made chicken wraps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just um, for a little context <clears throat> there, you know. I know, but it's you and our listeners, all 19 of them, know you have no problem with shitting outside. Hey, I'd rather go outside than in my pants. It'd be a <laughs> cold, know, squishy right? ride home. You almost right? went in your pants. I very almost did. So I've, I've dookied in my pants. <laughs> it's no fun. <laughs> so we're, we're at the top of the trail. Oh, look. So we're at the top of a trail. We're just about to go down it. And then all of a sudden, a little bit like Wesley did the other week, he just kind of goes... I gotta go shit. <laughs> and then, Do you want to know what happens internally? You're, everything's fine and dandy, then all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. That's exactly it. So, uh, and then he's, he's looking around at the different sized leaves that he could find, looking for the consistency of how dry they were versus whether they were still fairly... And anyway, so he gets a handful of leaves, duck waddles off into a bush, and Peng- then... Penguin walk. Like. Sorry. And then I'm, I'm stood there with the two bikes, and all of a sudden, a year is from a distance. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. That was a good. Yeah. Good. That was a good yeah. Good and there were kids. There were there were kids on the trail too. I'm pretty sure they. That's all right. Uh, it was a good ways off the trail, so I think people are safe oh, if no, they kind of sidestep. Your voice travelled. Oh, you mean safe from standing in your shit? Yeah. That was. From that my, what I understand traumatic. is, it didn't really leave much of a hump. It was more of a flat red. It was a blaze. <laughs> <laughs> blaze in destruction. Them one. Yeah. Gotta well, you gotta go, you gotta now. go. I was all out of uh, shit tickets who were in the car because I'm not a smart man. Never been accused of that. So I just use leaves. I can see why. You leaves work. Shit. Slightly damp maple leaves when they're a bit brown. Beautiful. It's like uh, cashmere. Then Did he just say sl- shit tickets? Slightly brown maple shit leaves. Toilet roll, sweetie. No, oh. no, no, no. Shit tickets is different. It's when you go to like Thames or somewhere and they got the, like, the mm. single ply tickets. So you got to pull the tickets. Oh, really? Shit tickets. What the freak is a ticket? Do you mean a napkin? No. no. Some <laughs> of the toilet places. <laughs> and Laurie's baffled again. Some public bathrooms, Laurie. Now you pull a little square out instead of a toilet roll. It's just a pile of squares. You got like a little ticket. Shit tickets. You're just ding, 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 ding. They're perforated like tickets. <laughs> It's, they're not actually tickets. <laughs> she thought you were getting some sort of Willy Wonka You've ticket. You've never heard that. Never heard it That's that a terrible before. chocolate squirrel. You need to come closer <laughs> to the mic. I'm sorry, I've never heard it called. Even, that even Jeff uses the phrase "shit tickets." Okay. It's I, have, a, I have been schooled. Indeedy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bikes, you, not poop. Yes. Okay. Now that we've talked about poop for ten minutes. Nobody, nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, oh, this is gross. Not even. 
Nah, they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, these guys are absolutely stupid. <laughs> Not us. I haven't pooed outside. Ever? And never, ever. I have a couple. I have gotten to um, <clears throat> a lot. Um, whatever, however old I am. 29 plus a few. Um, and never pooped outside. Oh, I may have done as a little wow. kid. Side of an interstate. But no, never pooped outside. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. You just keep a There's only so much pressure track. you can take off while you get that top lip sweat and the in your guts. Yeah. You get the chills. <laughs> yeah. The butthole chills. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's try this, this again. This is an entirely different podcast now. <laughs> okay, so Quest Bikes, Riverview, go. Yeah, so we, Darren was contacted by Ben about filming a commercial for the town of Riverview showcasing their their bike trails around around the town and darren messaged me and said would you like to come and i'm like i don't know if i can but i'll see and i ended up going and then i had the idea i said hey we should get a hold of dale at quest and see if he wants us to do it on quest bikes absolutely so i didn't know what to wear i asked darren should i wear like my mountain bike Was, did you did you both have like a, a whole thread on if you wear black i'll wear black and if you wear no shawls, do you want to know how shawls? it went MTB pants or no? He's like, MTB pants? pants? Yeah. And, pants. He, and he said, pants. And I was like, okay. Good so enough. So I wore my pants, and that's the conversation that wow. made it. On our podcast so shirts. And, and so, you, so we, you we coordinated our, very well. Yeah, we had our podcast shirts on. We had our mountain biking pants on. I tried to feature that in the, the We video were too. on full-blown enduro bikes, ripping Gravel pass and paved paths. <laughs> and stair sets and of staircases dirt. and then little dirt jumps we found. That, the, yeah. the staircase I didn't actually feature in the video. Because oh, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know if they'd want to feature that. Also, yeah. this little skills park we found definitely wasn't sanctioned, so we couldn't feature that. But it was that still cool stuff. But it's still cool. And it will come to us. You definitely don't want five-year-olds seeing that and then going, oh, staircase. <laughs> it was a three, three-tier staircase and we... Did you try it too, Ben? No, I didn't. We were on the Quest bike, so... Yeah, he could have rode one too, you know. They're both the same size. But you know, probably down a staircase on an $8,000, $10,000 bike is for the first time in how many years, Ben? Oh, I mean, the last time I was on a bike was Fat Bike in Fundy, and I crashed it. That was the last one. Yeah, so I guess probably wasn't a great... I mean, he could have drove them around, but... Draw them. Down the You're steps. gonna make him feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the Segway dealer did give me that bike, and that's a ten thousand dollar bike. Yeah. So that's a nice. Did bike. you take it down any three three flight staircases? Uh, I won't say how, but I have heard it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't want the dealer to know that, but yeah. And that's why I didn't let him take Enduro down the staircase. I yeah, I do like to push the limit. Some yeah. I didn't have a helmet either. True that was that. an issue. I didn't come. I was really hoping that I'd you use really my. Unprepared. Well, I was gonna originally. It was just gonna be a quick little use my rollerblades. We'd bop from station to station. The whole premise was they wanted to feature their uh, bike repair stations, and we had there's four of them, and we just ended up deciding, look, we're gonna take these bikes and we're just gonna go visit them all. Um, and I was not prepared for that, and I carried way too much gear that I didn't need to bring because I didn't break out half of it. But I think we had fun. We did. Oh, we did. It was cold at the end, though. Frank, oh, yeah, it, it drops off real quick. Mm. And Darren rode that borrowed carbon fiber 
seven to eight thousand dollar mountain bike like an absolute donkey down those stairs. He rides, ev- he rides <laughs> he everything the like he last stole set it. Of stairs, and I'm like, I wouldn't do that on a borrowed bike. Especially, I, I did a, a clean deal <laughs> on the second one, on then the first two, and then the last one was like, I had so much compression, I just picked it up and she sailed like a dream. Yeah. Hey, you should have heard the stories Dale was telling when we picked mine up the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. He was uh, he's down somewhere watching it. Beaumont, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Said there was a guy doing like a 40-foot gap on it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's a serious... That's uh, something I would do, except I'd only make it about 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. a roll with Polly at the end. Maybe land on the front tire. Mm-hmm. Like episode of Friday Fails or something. No, you just take one foot off. I do that. You do that. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd just make sure I film it so I have good pictures of you going... <laughs> and for the listeners that can't see that, I just pulled a face. Mm. You just did a me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did. But it was fun. I felt pretty studly ripping around the enduro bike on the paved <laughs> path until that old couple passed us on their cruisers going up the hill. You got past going tra- up the hill. I tried oh, yeah. so hard to get them to to be featured, and they didn't think I was serious. I shouted yeah. to them, and I was like, "Do you guys want to be <laughs> featured in a commercial?" No. Yeah, I heard you talking to yeah. them. I tried. I really did because, yeah. like, the more diversity, everybody wants different more diversity in their commercials and stuff. And I was like, "All right, this old couple, beautiful," and they just laughed at me and turned around. And I was like, <laughs> like I'm ser- "Look at the gear I'm holding." Of course, I'm serious. Let's go. Yeah. They they had they didn't want any of it. Did you have your big backpack thing with your little thingy that goes? I over didn't. The front? No, I just I had my camera and my camera rig, but. Did you have your roll skates on while you're skateboarding? No, thing? I had the I had the he borrowed my track bike, but I mean they were riding ten thousand dollar bicycles. Like, come on, hmm. yeah. they're nice bikes. They, they are, are very nice bikes. bikes. Probably yeah, why there's probably why there's one now currently in my uh, bike room. Yes. Do the listeners know what bike you got? Yeah, we discussed it on the last yeah. episode. Oh no, we talked about going getting briefly. It. Well, we talked about going getting it. Yeah. Got to take it out for your maiden voyage today. Yes. It's fun. Rip down the chat on the edge. I'll tell you what, um, going from the trek to that and the, the difference in the position on the bike, when you hit the super steep stuff on the edge, don't even feel like I'm leaning forward. That's what I'm excited for is to go because my bike's not slack at all. It's 66 and a half. I'm pumped for that 64 or 5 or 64. Oh, it's different. A little slack. 64. Climbs yeah. like a friggin' mountain goat. It does climb well. I was surprised. 77 degree Speed. seat angle. Anyway, got my new pedals on it. Moved what over new pedals? My, whoa, 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 whoa. Back no, the my old truck. pedals. I put pedals on it. So they're new to that bike. So Chromex carries. They were swapped pedals. They weren't swapped pedals. brand new. No. And I got my meaty paw grips. I changed the grips over. I put, you put your red meaty paws on? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, he whined for a week beforehand. Oh my god, I don't know what I'm going to do. They're Can so expensive. Blah, blah, blah. No, they're, they're out like of stock. seventy bucks to get here, even if, if you do. They're out of stock. They're out of stock everywhere in Canada, and then the shipping from the U.S. is ridiculous. So by the time you've done the uh, exchange and duty and import and all that crap, you're, they're seventy dollar grips. Yeah, and they're good grips. Don't get me wrong, but I was just far too tight to pay seventy dollars for a pair of grips. Yeah. After you just paid how much for a new bike? Enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laurie has a question. Come okay. closer. Okay. Come. I didn't got fleas. Put your sweet lips. I just lips didn't want to get like right in your a face. A little closer to the Do mic. Do you want to cook your mic? Yeah, boob again. <coughs> <laughs> we weren't recording when that happened. But. My question is for Ben. Is this like Jeopardy? Oh, what was I going to 
Do we need to have 30 seconds? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, the, the trails around Riverview? <laughs> Into the I mic, love Laura. You. <laughs> the, the trails around Riverview, are they around, like, the whole... Is Riverview a town or a city? Or is it just a specific spot? It's a town it's a of Riverview. But is it, like, just on the waterfront, or where are they? Can we just make we it went clear that you're the, the Canadian born and bred in New Brunswick? <laughs> like, you lived here for... Yeah. One or two years. What does that have to do with it? And you don't know these things? Well, I don't know if it's a town or a city. Yeah, it's just we a went town. all across the I thought it was a town. All the way across That's what the I'm waterfront wondering. underneath the Gunningsville Bridge, then all the way up to the top of the hill, turn right, clear to the back of town. Where so is that what we were going to walk when we went down there that time with Grace? And we asked if she wanted to, or we were going to just do like the bike trail across that goes by the tidal bore or whatever the, that yeah. is. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what I that's what I wondered. That's I a riverfront trail. Yep. I was just not. And then we went up the hill from Gunningsville Bridge <laughs> across in behind Canadian Tire. Well, and they're working on a big uh, section, I think, in Mill Creek. So we didn't go there; we just did the loop. But in in Mill Creek and Riverview, we're just outside of Riverview. I think they're working on a little skills park to be able to. Cool. Invite more mountain bikers. I don't. I don't know what the difficulty of the trails is. There, the the skills park's gonna be, but I think it's something that they are seeing the benefit of it for sure, and it's something they want to attract more people to the community to be able to make it more biker or commuter friendly. I suppose. Hence the impetus for the the commercial itself. There aren't any bike trails in Moncton, though, are there? Hillsborough mm, is mountain bike trails. Yeah. Has, um, yeah, I don't think Moncton proper has room for bike tra- other than like commuter trails. Yeah, they're just uh, the only ones I know are the ones in Dieppe, like the Rotary or something like that. Yeah, Hillsborough. They're on trail. <laughs> is Hillsborough? Hillsborough is not classed as Moncton though. No, it's no, way out. Yeah, Hillsborough. Well, I know. I I wasn't sure if Hillsborough was in Moncton. It's not considered Greater Moncton. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad Laurie did. Don't bite me, dickhead. <laughs> See the not, abuse I get. You're not nice to me, you. I'm wonderful to you. So we should probably talk about... Um, ben. Yeah. About me? And what oh, he does. no. Yeah. What, what the, do uh, I do? The Fundy Biosphere first. Oh, no. What, what do you do? Because like, we just watch crazy-ass videos on Facebook all day long. That's that's what I post mainly on Facebook. So I'm the PR director or the PR manager for the Fundy Biosphere, which is a UNESCO-designated region that was uh, or joined the UNESCO family back in 2007. And it is a region that spans all the way from St. Martin's all the way up to uh, Sackville or Tantramar Marsh and as deep inland, sort of as Moncton as well. And it's just a region that was designated by... Uh, UNESCO back in the day there's a whole application process and things that um, was decided that it is a special place in New Brunswick or a special place in Canada that has some incredible people places and things so it's something that in New Brunswick not only do we have Fundy National Park or we have Fundy with the tie the highest tides in the world but we also have a lot of diversity with the indigenous population the French populations and just some really cool ecology as well so the Fundy biosphere is that region and how that we can all work together if you research UNESCO and if you research the um, 2030 agenda or any different um, facets of UNESCO it's we have 17 different sustainable development goals that are different things that the Fundy Biosphere works towards to help grow the economy, to help grow um, sustainability, to help 
just people in general and we want to have people and nature growing together in in harmony i love nature i just love everything to do with fundy the so fundy coast I. I love trails in fundy very nice <laughs> <laughs> i like the pump track i know because you're an <laughs> eight-year-old only in my head it is fun. So that UNESCO thing, that's when you go into St. John by the Irving Nature Park, there's like a big UNESCO. That, that's the, yeah, that's the UNESCO like, uh, Geopark, which is, uh, it's Stonehammer, Stone which Hammer. is technically different from the Fundy Biosphere, but we have kind of absorbed them. We do a lot of work with them as well, just because a lot of these organizations, they sort of get established and then they have volunteers and they don't really have the funding um, to keep running or to really pursue anything, especially PR. So having me on board and being able to, to promote them and run social media and do different videos for them, it allows to uh, to have a better reach mm-hmm. than they would otherwise. Cool. So what's the overall plan or goal for the Fundy Biosphere? So the Fundy Biosphere has existed. Uh, we really haven't done much as an organization. I've, uh, I should backtrack. We have existed since 2007, but it wasn't until um, the current executive director took over that we were able to really um, start moving forward and doing more. We have a lot more funding now, and I think we have four or five different employees on staff, too, that uh, we really want to work. And we sort of exist as a tertiary organization from people who are uh, just curious about the environment, curious about um, reconciliation for indigenous populations and things like that, and general ecology and uh, economy. And we want to connect the organizations like uh, New Brunswick Invasives and different organizations that are working towards helping the economy or helping the local ecology fauna and stuff to help um, New Brunswick. And we want to just boost them to help give them pause and to promote people because New Brunswick is an incredible place. Um, and it's not just about the Fundy Biosphere, but New Brunswick is, is super beautiful. And we don't really... Uh, it's not something where we are an advocate we're not really advocates for anything, but we really help organizations and people who like yourselves who want to get out there and really promote something like the tourism of Mm -hmm. mountain biking, which can be huge. And I think it has a lot of potential in the next coming years that it's something for other people across the country and even across the world that can be a huge draw to New Brunswick or even the Fundy region. And we've seen, even just in the little while from us being here, from going from when we first moved here in 2012, even to now, like just how much this avenue has grown, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Like, just being around the area we are, typically everybody's on ATVs or snowmobiles and seeing the last two, maybe three years, a huge explosion in people on mountain bikes. Yeah. And... It's pretty awesome to see, like, the attendance we get the Becker Gimmick Trails, just locally, and some new stuff that we're going to be putting out next year. Super even exciting. Just the two, even just the two towns that we're near. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's, Laurie was posting, <laughs> and I was looking at that, and did you just say that? <laughs> I was trying to sorry. say it again, and I couldn't find him. <laughs> you got a brown fog, didn't you? I totally did. 
Don't well, because worry. I was looking. <laughs> one thing at once. Taylor. What do you What do you feel the draw is to mountain bike? Because I am one of those like I like going fast. Obviously, by the ATV in my shed and one outside. Like I like to go fast. I like to burn gas. Not and uh, which it completely uh, polarizes from my uh, ecological work that I do. Um, but I really like to to drive an ATV and to go fast. So what is the draw to driving a mountain bike? I feel that I'm qualified to answer this. Because we, <laughs> Lori and I, have, have recently gotten into mountain biking. Right? You guys have been into it forever. I wasn't in straight away, though. Like, he did it on his own for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he's been into it forever. Okay, so go on, you fully qualified human, you. <laughs> Do we need to take turns? <laughs> we, can, like we can start with Wes, like, and then we'll go we have the a table. Table. I feel like we've just found his opponent. You know what? That is a good idea. <laughs> I like it. Do not ever give Let's do an around the table. There we go. Wes has the talking glove. Let's, <laughs> let's, do, let's do an around the table. Okay, Wesley. Here's what attracted to me to mountain You're biking. your finger now. As opposed to other things. <laughs> <laughs> I like adrenaline. No. You, you get it tons of different ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm also getting a little bit older. And health is important too. And it's like... Hiking is fun, but you don't get an adrenaline rush. You get a decent amount of exercise. Mountain biking is absolute insane exercise. It's fun. It's an adrenaline rush if you're a thrill seeker. And you will bike until your legs don't work. It's So it's insane exercise. And you're like my heart rate. It used to be, my resting heart rate used to be like low 70s. And since I started mountain biking two or three years ago, it's down into the high 40s. And the only thing I've done is mountain biked. And just so health, number one, unbelievable cardio and just wicked exercise. And if you like adrenaline and being outside, I, I live to be outside and I love it. That's I that's think- what it is. That's the attraction for me. I feel like it would be a good medium for me because I tend to be too dangerous on things like. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to interject before I gave Becky the turn, but uh, I feel like it would be a good intermediary for me because I like the, like you say, the the adrenaline rush. But I tend to go too fast sometimes on ATVs or do stupid things, and I have the tendency to. uh, Actually, we were just editing this season of Trek at ATV, and there's a lot of times where I'm laying on my side in the uh, (laughs) side by side because I take too dangerous a route, and it's something where i just get stuck so i think it would be i i like and i think you can still get that kind of adrenaline rush from going fast but you're sort of being maneuvered in very slender trails and you can still get hurt obviously but it might be a fun i can help you understand how old are you 29 oh no i'm not 28 28 i am 44 that is the difference when you get to be my age Falling and crashing lasts a long time. That's true. When I was 28, I was stupid as well. So now you're just old and stupid? (laughs) Now I'm old and not quite as stupid. All right, okay, sorry. Not quite. Not quite. Okay. All right, Becky, what attracted you to... Do you need the glove or are we just going to... I need the talking glove. She needs the talking glove. (laughs) 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 Um, It was... So the kids are getting older. And it was something that we could do together. Um, and just to go back to your 28, like 28, you're young and you can eat everything and anything and nothing affects you. And then all of a sudden you turn 33 and then it's like, huh, okay. And for me now, it's the family we've got. 
like oh sorry that too it's it's when i look at the the group of friends that we've got and then we're bringing other people in like Kay and angel and just the way that it's growing and growing and people new people and it's just it's a family right and moving to a province away from home and not having your family like it, it it just i don't know it's good and Yes, you don't have Do to need to poop. That's the finger poop about. again. <laughs> I will say. I have the glove. I will say. I have the glove. Yeah. I'm going to break your finger. I have the off. fucking glove, boy. Let's see the glove. See it. You look at it with your eyes, not with your hands. I need it with my hands. So, <laughs> I didn't really think about how all, even this podcast, the friendships, that was all just a bonus that happened after mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Because of mountain biking. Lori, you can have the talking glove. Some of the stuff we get talking about in our group <laughs> chat could land. What the hell was... Okay. Our group chat is we need just to, we need nuts. To, I'm going to make a note down here because um, we need to get Ben to measure his leg. Um, <laughs> we, we have a measuring tape. Do you want to do it on air? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold that thought. It's on the list. We'll come back to it because Laurie needs to tell, her, tell us her thing. How, how come I get to go before Darren? I had you before Buick. Save the best till last. That's no. true. Because I, I am the old, I am the old lady. <laughs> so tell us, Laurie, what got you into elder. mountain biking? Your well, husband? You did. <laughs> Excellent story, Darren. Here's well, <laughs> it was the same thing as hunting. It was like, okay, he was going to do this, and I've got to either jump on board or get left out. So I jumped on board. And then I went through cancer and almost lost my foot. And then it just kind of became like a, I can do this. I'm going to do this because come hell or high water, I'm going to do this. So, yeah. Why mountain biking though? Because of Wes? Well, yeah, because of him. And I am the most most unathletic person that's I, why she couldn't speak right there. Yes. <laughs> Coordination. I am completely, I am not an athlete. I'm an artsy fartsy musical person. That You're is what I do. great singer. I sing. That's what I do. But I have an, an athletic bone in my body, but somehow I seem to be able to stay on a bike. Um, can I just, I'm super slow. Ways. Can I just add, um, you are now athletic because I've seen photographic evidence of your bike off both wheels. Oh, it's so funny. Um, even if even if your feet are off, like the the in just the two years that I've known you, the trans like the the way that you have grown on your bike from thank you from last year to this year. Okay, Ben, you totally have to come to Sugarloaf. Wesley, what are you doing? <laughs> You're gonna collapse that poor bloody chair. You need to come to Sugarloaf, and you need to lap sugar, Daddy. Because it's so friggin' fun, and it's like, it is. It's so fun, dude. You'd love Sugarloaf. It's amazing. Oh, I know I would. It is Lift amazing. Bomb down, all day. And 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 there, the feeling of getting your tires off the ground is so much fun and terrifying. My husband, I love it. <laughs> I like hitting the uh, the little wooden ramp as fast as I possibly can, and just seeing how far I can send it. You know, that's a good one. That it's w- a challenge. The wooden speed drop there before the bank, wooden bank corner. Uh, that's probably my favorite feature. Yeah. It's unlimited air, basically. It's just a long downslope. Which one? As you come out of the woods to the, under the hydro line on Sugar Daddy, you got the 
that'll jump, and then the uh, the the wooden wood ramp. drop before the. Oh line. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Most people just kind of roll over the end. Hmm. Hit that as fast as you Some can. Some people see where you land. Right off of it as fast as they can go. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, my eleven-year-old okay, does. Yeah, she does. Mm. She went on that whale wall thing. The sea wall. Yeah, and almost went up because she just wasn't concentrating. And first time on a sea wall. But she can almost clear the big tabletops at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. At Anyways, eleven squirrel. years old. Okay, Darren. You have the talking glove. Oh God, it's so long ago. I don't even remember. I just. It was my form of transportation until I was 28 years old. I did not have a driving license. And did not drive any vehicles, if you're listening, UK, DVLA. <clears throat> They're not listening. They don't care. <laughs> Statute. That's well beyond the statute of limitations, anyway. <laughs> right? Yeah, anyway. It's yeah, just, that was it's it. It's been a life just, obsession for you. As a kid, I didn't go anywhere without my bike. And then, as I got older, figured out that bombing around the streets and using old plywood ramps wasn't quite as fun as bombing down big fuck-off hills. Mm. And then I got my first bike in, my first real mountain bike in, oh, 99, 2000? Would have been 2000. Is that the one I still have? No. Okay. It was a GTI Drive 5 with Judy Race, RockShox Judy Race. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And it got stolen. And if I ever find that some bitch that stole it. Yeah, my fat bike got stolen when I lived in Moncton. There's nothing more aggravating than, like, coming out and your, your bike's just gone. That and the time I ran into somebody is probably what put me off biking. <laughs> <laughs> I, bike, I biked for two years in university, I, every day, to and from school, regardless of weather. And I sound like my grandparents, but... Um, Did you have a nail in your shoe as well? No, I didn't. And was it uphill both ways? It was. It was uphill both ways. It was awful. <laughs> well, you like UMB campus is on is on this massive hill, and then to go to the north side, you eventually have to go up to my grandparents. But anyway, there was one night, uh, Frosh Week actually, that I was getting ready to bike home, and of course, Frosh Week, you're having fun, and uh, it was what one, two o'clock in the morning. So I'm biking back, and I didn't have a headlight because I'm normally just commute. And uh, I get 100 feet, 150 feet down the trail, and I fly off my handlebars. And um, I had run into this girl, and I, if she's listening, I really apologize. I felt so bad because <laughs> I had my headphones in. And I was just like, look, it's an hour home. I'm just going to cruise home. And, yeah, I nailed this girl. Like, I was going, and I hit her from behind. I flew over my handlebars and, like, ripped my headphones. I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Anyway, she, she said, she said, figures. I was having a shitty day anyway. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I felt so, so incredibly bad that I biked home just in silence. I took my headphones out and I was like, I'm, I'm a terrible person. Oh, God. So that, that along with crashing bikes and just, yeah. So I, I have not historically had the best luck with, with bicycles. Um, but I think it's something that I could definitely or should definitely get back into. Is it something? What? How? What is the cheapest way? There's no real cheap way to get into mountain biking, but like <laughs> there's, right, there there's so many there's so many additions that you can do to it, like your pedals mm-hmm. or your grips or what is the the fastest way? Let's say it that way. The yeah. fastest yeah. way. Inexpensive hardtail. Yeah. Can a used hardtail or something? You can get a used hardtail. You can get a good used bike online. What? This is going to be a stupid question. What's a hardtail? 
No suspension in the back, just that in the front. Sounds painful on my bottom. You stand up. That's what okay. I've used for the last yeah. okay. up until I got my Mountain bike bikers typically stand up. Like, your ass should not be in your seat. Unless you're climbing. When you're climbing, like that you day, sit down that's why my ass was so sore at Riverview because we were sitting down so much because we weren't on yeah, the mountain bike trails. And it's just, yeah, you stand up a lot. So if you're really. But it, but it can be as cheap or as expensive as you want oh, it to yeah. be, right? It's, you it's can like spend, any hobby. You can literally spend $20,000 on a bicycle or you get into it full out for less than 500 easily. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, that's all. And I trust need. me, you can't buy pants. Well, you could buy pants with your little teeny weeny legs. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, over 30 inches. Grasshopper over here. Yeah, I know. Biking three quarter length pants. Uh, we should so so we talked we talked about our biking uh, group so aj one of our friends um we did a we measured our legs quads quads and mine was apparently bigger but it's apparently not anymore by eighth of an inch um so we measured our quads and i said that i'm gonna have bigger quads in him by next spring so he's really gotten it in his head so we got like his little chicken leg pictures the other day, didn't we? <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at first. So we got a little chicken legs. So you need to measure your quad. Your quad. Let's see. It's. I mean, this isn't the right way to measure this, but we'll see. It'll be close enough. It's about 21 inches. Ooh. Well, can you see fuck. that for the camera? There very very flattering pose, Ben. <laughs> If you've seen any of the stuff I produce, I do not <laughs> care about how I present. I was actually talking to, uh, I did a little commercial or was shooting with a uh, bridal shop recently. And I was like, you know what? That would work really well with my ATV stuff. I'm like, if I could get in a wedding dress and then just cruise through the mud. Oh, that'd be funny. My that chest hair pluming out I of would, the dress. I would give you my wedding dress. Really? I'd do it. Oh, heartbeat. yeah, I would. And the fucking thing's just sign I covered going. I would give him my prom dress. Does it have big poofy shoulders? Oh. I can imagine you had a really big poofy <laughs> like shoulder. something dress. at a dynasty or Falcon Crest, wouldn't it? Have you seen the hair she used to wear? Of course, yeah. it had big poofy shoulders. You know what we have to do? We have to uh, dig out some old pictures of us all for the podcast page and put them up. Uh, some of us don't have that. No, I, oh, I, well, I can find you some gear. older pictures of us, like 2000, early go, 2000s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me see, let me see. Wow. Oh my god! How how tall were you back then, Lori? Uh, I was actually five ten. Oh yeah. I have shrunk now. That's that's how tall I am. Really? I have my my spine is compressed. Oh, I have maybe I will be pieces. able that's to fine. buy pants yeah. at some point. Will so, I yeah. shrink too? Yeah. She has spinal whatever there though. Where did I get that from? Spinalolithesis. I was born with it. Oh. All right, S- Maybelline. Five S seven or something. Yeah, my yep. my spine. It, it's supposed to Should sit like this. And it doesn't sit like this. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I have the same thing. So, yes, we would pay to see that. You could use my prom dress. I ain't paying shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd watch it, though. <laughs> I'd do it. Well, and that's something that the Segway dealer is waiting for me to put out a video for him, so that'd be funny. I'd do that. Yeah, there you go. All right. Let's film it, Wes. Not let's right do it. now, obviously. Yeah, we've got oh, four wheelers. I'll get the drawn and track it mode. Make it follow you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that would be a good color, the royal blue. I do, I do look great in blue. Yeah. My eyes are yeah. just, nobody can see that at home, but <laughs> I have very Pop. blue eyes. Yeah. And the blue dress with the puffy mm-hmm. thing is. Yeah, really good. I and I do have four wheelers, so I can come with you and follow you. 
I'm sure we could I get him like here. make him some pigtails as well. Oh, not really, not with this hair. Oh, wait, There's not much left fashion here. Something. Really? Yeah. I like maybe like a young you, one's you need a helmet. You gotta wear a helmet on a bike. Gotta wear a helmet. Oh shit! Especially if it's for a sponsor. But I know. Yeah, I would, guess. We can we could like glue them onto the yeah, helmet. There you That'd go. be cute. Yeah. What about a bicycle helmet where they're vented? You can pull your hair out through it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would be great. I don't think a bicycle helmet would help you if you're going 100 down a wheeler trail. I got news for you, nothing's going to help you yeah, at true. that speed. And that's another reason why I ride a bike. Yeah, I drive way I too fast. That's why it was nice when I, yeah, this summer filming for Trek It, I took the, uh, I had a Honda 700 Pioneer, and it could not go over 60. It couldn't, or else it would burn oil, and it barely made it to the finish line. But it was, it was a fun beast. If you've ever driven a Pioneer, they're kind of big and they lumber around. It's scary, but it's a lot of fun. They are big. I'm only a, a scooter. And when I go through my midlife what, crisis, what kind? Like the little like um, the Vespas. No, I had more than that. I didn't want an also last one. It was a hundred. You had a one twenty-five. Oh, those are nice scooters. You can't really get those. They're hard to get. Mm-hmm. We got one in my garage. We have a fifty. No, we have a forty-nine. They're all forty-nine. Yeah, this one isn't. <laughs> yes, it you is. Could, you could get them. Honda yeah, made huh? one uh, that was a 250 scooter, 250 cc scooter, which they're yeah, incredible. Oh yeah, they and they make them. Um, I think they still produce them in like Europe and stuff. I think Canada's yeah, rules do. have changed, but they're really nice. Scooters. Oh, I love, I love my scooter. I was like, I had that one screwed up to 94 kilometers an hour down Hannah's Hill. I was like. Seven and a half months pregnant and still riding my scooter. Oh, Isn't that a, like ten inch wheel though? Like that'd be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Hannah Zill, Erin and I, when we rolled it, so she superman down she it. She fucking superman down it. And then I looked at my watch and we was going, what was it, oh, 55, 56, something like that, kilometers an hour down yeah. it. She's, she's full on superman in it. Stomach on the seat, legs out behind her. I'm like, that's it. That a girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's my girl. She's terrifying. Hey, wait till we get a funding next year. Point Wolf Road. She's not going down Point Wolf Road. Ten about. You try stop her. Oh my god. You try catch her. Imagine <laughs> how fast you could go down that on a road bike. She's no. Wow. There is no aerodynamic drag on that girl. Yeah, yeah she weighs like twenty three pound. Uh, twenty four. I don't know. Anyway. Jeez. Anyway. Anywho. So Ben. We've got 19 listeners. 21. Sorry. 21. Ben, Get it right. I remember when I had 21 19 listeners. listeners. I was so excited when I started. I don't podcast anymore, but when I started podcasting and got my 19 like consistent listeners, I was mm-hmm. so stoked. You, sh- you guys should be proud. We're very proud. Um, we, did, we do have a lot I more consistent one, Who got recognized a couple weeks ago? Well, they recognized her voice. Who? Well, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty distinct. I have distinct. also been recognized. You had your mountain bike connection T-shirt. No, I'm I kidding. certainly did not. <laughs> I'm kidding. You did. It was there, uh, and they went, "Oh, aren't you that guy from the podcast?" And they did his Will Ferrell moment. Uh, aren't yes. you the guy that? I'm shipped? kind of a big deal. You? <laughs> <laughs> I have many leather-bound books. <laughs> <laughs> My man room smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> your man room? Yes. What the fuck is a man room? It's where I lift weights and get jacked and keep my cologne. Is that where you sit naked, looking at your own balls? Yes. <laughs> that's that's every room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, we was at, we was in Sugarloaf and we was sat at the bottom waiting for the 
um, elevator. Nope, wrong word. Lift. The chair lift. Lift. Went for the chair lift. And then someone come over. And what can I say? Should probably give him a shout out. Hi, Mario. He listens, he follows us. Yeah. Yeah. That and then was, they. That was, that was very, very exciting. <laughs> you was like. I <laughs> <laughs> almost had to get her a brown purple bag. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get a selfie with him and everything. <laughs> um, and then we have our Nova Scotia listener. Shh. Hey, Hayden. Yo, dude. Do <laughs> not say the name again. <laughs> <laughs> that Larry's creeped a lot of. He's actually got an injury right now. He oh, no. oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. He's got a bad hip and sciatica. And oh, things. that shit. That's why he couldn't go with us to Edmonston. He needs yoga. Yeah. He needs, he needs a good John. chiropractor. He needs Dr. John. He does need Dr. John, yes. If John was there, but he's not. Where is he? How? He was going to go all the way to Edmonston from Nova Scotia? No, his family's his from family's up here. His family's from up home. Oh, God, we're talking about him Perth again. Handover. Anyway, and our other... 19 listeners but we want to oh yeah two minus mario and hayden 21 yeah. but that's only on the podbean platform i'm, right? I'm so. joking i know you've already how many downloads did we have from yesterday's podcast a lot i know tell me because you've you've like keep twenty one thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the highest ever actually that's so. exciting yeah Yep. Thanks, Matt Moody. People like to listen. No, they listen to us. He was just a bonus. Yeah, no, but he's thanking yeah. us. We're the big deal here. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure he's yes. like, God, idiots. <laughs> no. um, I did listen to a video the other day, and he was going on, and he, he what was he said? He said ginormous, and then he said, "Fuck." I don't oh. think he said that in his video. <laughs> no, he he just he said a lot of old en- words, English words, en- Englishisms. Oh, it was like going on about, and then, and then he, he went on a rock or a route and he fell off and he went, well, it bollocks that right up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed. It was kind of funny. Makes you homesick? No. no good not God, even no. slightly. No. You know what goes with homesick? Homegrown. That was a horrible segue. Oh no, it wasn't. I saw it coming yeah. Talk to us about homegrown. Yeah. You need to come closer to this. Talk to us about homegrown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't swallow it, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Oh. <laughs> Control yourself, Wesley. Homegrown is my uh, YouTube series as well as uh, will be a TV show on Bell TV come next spring. Uh, it was all started. Yes. Pardon? I wish. Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, fame is not what I want. I just want to be funny and make people laugh. I just want money. That's what. I, well, yeah. I want to survive. Um, so if people can just pay me to survive, that would be great. Because I like making people laugh and making stupid videos. Which there's not a lot of money in that. Because a lot of people try to do that and then act a fool. But I genuinely love when people laugh at my stuff because i like to be stupid but it started as You're i was very just, good at that yeah i tend to do that a lot but it was i i started as uh just curious about homesteading and about raising little animals and livestock and then i sort of fell in love with it very quickly and continued to get more and more animals until i was overrun by chickens and rabbits and a lot of people say, a lot of people still know me as like the rabbit guy actually i got a message a couple hours ago that somebody's like i found a rabbit do you want it do you have, do you have ducks i don't not Man, yet they would love that brook 
I know. They would be in there. I, I thought about crazy. getting geese too, but oh, we get enough be... geese in the spring that they like shit all in the watering hole though, <laughs> and they make a mess of it. And I'm just like, shoot them, because supper with pleasure. Yeah. So, so how many rabbits do you have now, and how many did you have at one point? I have no idea. I have so many, roughly 10 to 15. I had upwards of 25 before the weasel incident. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. There was two litters and then half of my flock, fluffle. I don't know what a group of bunnies is called. Regardless, I I had... Testa? (laughs) (laughs) A stew? Um, But I, I had, yeah, I had somewhere around 25 rabbits that were killed by a weasel um, this spring. And now they all free range. So it's like Darwinism out there. There's just survival of the fittest. And I kind of like it that way because that way you get the hardened bunnies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hardcore. Um, and yeah. Well, genuinely, I've got some like I know I have a fox and a bear around. And if they're able to survive a fox and a bear, like they're some badass rabbits. All I've got visions of is that that movie um that i loved as a kid with the badass watership down watership down him with have you watched that no, no you're like three um there's a movie from like oh i don't know don't yourself careful it's really old it was like my favorite movie as a kid anyway watership down it's on netflix you'll have to find it but there's like rabbits and little clowns and they do what they do with rabbits and then there's like really mean evil rabbits and it's got like the blood coming out of its mouth and it's like Rah, rabbit scary rabbit and that's you really have to see it to get the okay oh you can yeah. get that from my little description what a thrilling story <laughs> it was it was sure. pretty pretty accurate do i presume that was thrilling Chick, my chickens do. Rabbits are relatively nocturnal, so they'll stay up pretty late. Oh, okay. um, they're always like, if you probably when you leave, you'll see them in the road. And they'll Did leave. You? I hope they'll move. I mean, if you hit them, I mean, they're dumb. I'll so. send you a piece of pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what do, you, do they. Lock them up at all? No, not no. the rabbits. He the the chickens I do, but the rabbits I don't. Not anymore. I used to. I used to have three or four different cages that I'd sort of contain them in, and that's how I ended up with a lot of baby rabbits because I didn't. They're hard. They're notoriously hard to sex. The rabbits. So, what are we laughing at over here? That looks like Stitch. Warship down was 1978. I wasn't. I wasn't he born wasn't for even, another 15 I years. Fuck I wasn't off. born for a few years after that either. Neither was I. Neither was I. <laughs> I was five. <laughs> One of the evil rabbits. Oh, my. Let me see it. That's like... That looks king. almost identical to a rabbit that I was sent today on Facebook. Okay, that was like the king mean rabbit. And then... So see. what else do you have? You have rabbits and you have chickens. Uh, I had pigs for a time. I had two potbelly pigs, which were given to me because I run this um, homesteading group on Facebook. Right. And I'm a part of a few different ones that I sort of just took over because it's funny to post pictures of me acting a fool. But uh, people just message me and are like, hey, do you want this? Do you want this? And of course I do because I love animals. But I have such a small property that I can't accept all of them. But I figured, pigs, why not? We'll just try it out. So we tried them for a while, and then I learned afterwards that potbelly pigs are not good for meat. They're good for lard, um, but it 
they're not great for meat. So they're I just, just pets. yeah, they they just existed here. They're kind of cute. They're a pain in the ass when they got out. Um, and rehoming them was a pain because catching them was just insane. But now we've just got the chickens and the rabbits. We do have plans. Once we get a bigger property, we want to have uh, cows and all that good stuff. But for now, we just got the bunnies and the chickens. So are you looking for land or are you looking for a hobby farm type of deal? If the price was right, I'd get a hobby farm. But I'm thinking if I can find 20 to 100 acres at a decent price, I'd buy it and then build something on it. Because I've had the dream of building an off-grid camp house thing that would yeah. be pretty cool it's currently 75 acres for sale in brookville i don't know where brookville is on the back of lakeville i know that i've looked because i want to keep this property because i'd like to build a couple of cabins on it and then i mean mm. take the shed and things down to my new property but um i i'd like to stay ish around here if i could but it's somewhere where it's such an old community like a lot of people don't really sell off their stuff unless they die and their family sells it off so I'm hoping that around here maybe I can get some farmland or something flat or even There's a wood really lot. Nice property around here. Oh, it's amazing yeah. out here. Well, and even the reason I bought here is because my family owns everything this side of the bridge. So my parents camp, and then my uncle owns two camps, and I'd love to own them someday. But I I'm not so lucky yet. I just own this, and all. There's some old, nice old uh, farm land. The houses are pretty much gone on the Lewin Road right up there. Yep. You just turn right and go up not very far. There's some freaking beautiful old farms where Laurie and I have tramped around quite a bit. Real nice property. Oh, well, this is the first time I've ever come up that long road. <laughs> There's a beautiful wheeler trail out here, which is another reason to have the property because of our connection to Trek It and to Segway and things that the wheeler trail from here can basically take you all the way down to St. Stephen. I mean, you can't connect through Woodstock yet because they don't allow you to drive in town over to Grafton. Yeah, don't roll oh, your you eyes. Oh, you can go from here all the way through to Saturday. Sorry, did I just... Did I just like hard. Well, like... it's it's something that we're trying to advocate <laughs> for so hard because it's such a um, benefit to... Like mountain biking is for tourism. Yeah. Uh, ATVing is huge. And there's a place, uh, West Virginia has, I think, up to 15 communities now that have begged to be a part of this yeah. circuit that you can just drive to the towns and you sort of have, okay, here's your daily loop and here's how you can get to all these different places where new brunswick this last year we attempted a uh, 2000 plus kilometer loop around the province and we succeeded but it was something that the the infrastructure is not in place so there's there's these clubs all over the province but there's no real singular like quad nb or the federation and uh, the atv federation doesn't really have one singular loop or connections between communities but think of what that could do for places like Canterbury that basically has a gas station and a convenience store or uh, yeah. Juniper. Same yeah. thing that if you had a hundred ATVs going through there a day in the summertime, the cash flow that could go through there would be huge. Crazy. Yeah. But unfortunately what we learned was that if you come from away, if you're from Nova Scotia, you're from Ontario and you come to New Brunswick to ATV or to use your side by side, you get lost really quick. Because yep. there's a lot of inconsistencies in the trail maps. There's places where people will just say road closed and block it off or throw cinder blocks down. And you're like, it's illegal to run the road. I don't know what to do now. So it's frustrating in that regard. So it's something as an organization we're trying to advocate for, hopefully, better communication from the administration of the ATV Federation, but also from just the community so that we can connect them. Because nobody tends to, uh, historically, um, sleds. So 
snowmobiles have been more seen as a tourism thing. They're, they're, um, regulated differently in legislature where ATVs just came out of, they were always a farm vehicle. And now ATVs are more recreational. People take them out. I mean, people are spending $40,000 on a side-by-side with heat and lights and all that. So if we can harness those tourism dollars and get people in to check out what we have in New Brunswick um, and no longer be this pass-through province, there's huge, huge potential, but it's something where because ATVs are still seen for a lot of people as this farm vehicle that only rednecks drive them and they're driving way too fast and it's it's not that case anymore and a lot of people are investing in things like this segue in my shed that are really high-tech machines that you can change a lot on the fly and it's no longer just okay something four-wheel drive to pull your tractor out or to drive hay around i wonder if the issue with the four-wheelers on the trail because i mean you can snowmobile through woodstock they take the barriers down i wonder if the issue is uh other people using the trails in summer, like hikers and bikers on the trails. There's, Whereas there's, wintertime, I'm, it's, it's a snowmobile trail. There are eight communities in New Brunswick that have, and I remember Bathurst specifically because we actually spoke to the mayor of Bathurst. And when they accepted ATVs in the community, there's only certain places, but you can drive on the roads to access different trails. And uh, when they accepted ATVs and they decriminalized it, it became a whole different world. They saw that the uh, rates of death and things were, were going down because the community is self-policing because they don't want to lose that right yeah. Yeah. because they want to still be able to do that. And there's a lot of, I know the ATV community is filled with people who are really respectful and really want to show off the sport because there are some places, even some places when we did our trip in St. John that you can only really get to by ATV. And it's beautiful. These uh, huge waterfalls that I didn't even know existed in New Brunswick, like only things I'd seen in BC and people are just missing out because people have this stigma that, okay, New Brunswick is more about sledding and New Brunswick ATVs are just these guys that are ripping wheelies and just trying to destroy mud and farmland. And some people just don't know. Some people fail to grasp the concept that within any community, and it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're mountain biking or you're ATVing, there are always a small percentage of dicks. You yeah. spoil it for the rest oh, of us. Yeah. Wheelers should be allowed on the road, like so many communities in the States. Like, why not? I mean, they're freaking, they're just another vehicle. Drive them in town, go to your hotels, go to your restaurants get out of town hit the trails and away you go i know uh, the can-ams or the european vehicles when you buy them they come equipped with signals and lights and everything so that could be something that we add to ATVs. you don't even or need to i mean everybody knows what the hand signals are like for turning i mean like, i, I think the same thing them on the road they do all over the well, I think the same thing can unfortunately be said for uh, things like guns and stuff like that, that people politicize it, and then it's unfortunately people in cities that make all the rules and legislation that have never seen a gun or never set foot on an ATV that are making these rules with regards to things that they have no idea about, which can be frustrating. And I just don't understand why those things, why the rules are the way they are, and hopefully in the next couple of years we can change them for the better, because I think things like mountain bike, or if you're coming for ATVing and you discover like hey I didn't know there was a mountain biking community or I didn't know there was this type of community it would be huge for tourism dollars for a province that is historically a pass through province when you're going to Quebec yep. or you're going to Nova Scotia Yeah, exactly. so I'm sorry for my ignorance are the trails that you're talking about the same trails that 
um, snowmobiles used? Some of them are. Okay. Uh, up north, uh, last year, the year before, we did a winter episode where up near Shediac, they have dual purpose trails. Okay. So they have dual trail systems where you can use side-by-sides and uh, sleds. And we were driving side-by-side, which is really cool. Unfortunately, a lot of places don't have. So the ATV Federation rents them for half the year, and then the sleds rent them for the other half of the year, and they're just not wide enough. So okay. they really haven't been given that berth. They're only, I mean, a side-by-side can be up to 84 inches. So there's not really the room, and that's even on some of the forums that I've been on recently. They tried to change the legislation in Nova Scotia to allow tracked ATVs and side-by-sides with the big tracks on them to go on the ATV or on the snowmobile trails, but it got shut down very quickly, unfortunately. But it's something that the primary argument was because the sleds like to go fast, and if you meet a slow ATV or side-by-side on the trail, it's going to be a hazard. And yeah, they're really wide, especially with tracks. Do like smarter places do and yield to slower traffic? It's well, really that's not rocket science. That's what communities like Perth Andover or Bathurst or the places that we've been on ATV is that you have dual purpose trails that we even have pictures of them where it says the ATV side by side pedestrian, like yield to pedestrians. And uh, I, even our experience that is we're passing one of those signs and we still get yelled at by pedestrians telling us to go off the trail where it's a dual purpose trail. We were being respectful. We slowed down, mm-hmm. went around, but it's it's hard when people just don't understand when you when you're dressed up in your gear and you're wearing a shiny helmet you look like a teenager uh, especially for a man you just look like a kid and nobody knows the difference between a 15 year old boy ripping down a trail and they can be scared are, of that you, you are tiny so you true could be i was driving a massive side by side though so i couldn't go that fast <laughs> but it's just an unfortunate thing that these machines that are really cool and have a lot of potential to bring people here i know people uh, that we talk to say that they'll go to nova or to newfoundland with friends and they'll go and spend as a group probably twenty five thousand dollars on a weekend because they go away between food, gas, and lodging. They're spending a ton of money where our economy could definitely use that, especially in the climate we got going on right now with everybody striking and stuff going on. So if we could boost tourism, Mm -hmm. and I think unfortunately a lot of the push for that as a a marketing guy myself, a lot of the push is to just make it look better. Like we've got really pretty Instagram and Facebook stuff from New Brunswick Tourism, but we're not really seeing the push into the smaller organizations like the mountain biking trails and things that people should really be investing in because those are what bring people in. People aren't coming in because they see a pretty picture on Instagram. But but even mountain bike trails, like we, I mean, the trails that we have in Heartland, we have multi-use trails, but there are some trail systems in the province that still have the issue where pedestrians don't want people on bikes and there's no fucking engine. It's it's not even just in the province. There's a lot of places you see on some of the trail building groups on Facebook there. People going in sabotaging trails, not just bike trails, but ATV trails, bridle paths where you can get horses and stuff like that yeah. too. You know, some again, it's back to that small minority of any group who think the rules don't apply to them. Yeah. So we got really dark. Well, no, we're just talking about the mechanics <laughs> of it all. I mean, Ben's right in in terms of tourism. Mountain biking has come ahead so much quicker than ATV or sleds. And you think about it in the what's been here longer, ATVs and sleds, really. Mountain biking is more of a recent thing. It's a recent breakthrough, and the the tourism that it brings is 
pretty friggin' I really huge. Hope, I really hope regardless that we can boost everything. Yeah. I think there's a huge potential for not only sleds, mountain bike, or for sleds and ATVs, but for the mountain bike community mm-hmm. to be able to, to grow and for people to have fun yeah. because when you are growing together, I think there's a number of mountain bike organizations yeah. between Mountain Bike Atlantic and Kodiak Cycling Trails and different places around New Brunswick. Becky Gormick Trail Association. Exactly. Pretty much every trail system has exactly. its own association. Or regulating body. And, yep. and if we're able to work together, I think people, and even historically, like as a creative, I've run into the issue that I get nervous that I'm like, oh, there's not going to be enough money or there's not going to be enough people to go around, volunteers and stuff. Yep. Where the reality is if you work together... Yeah. Or if you work on your own, you may be seeing twenty thousand dollars. But if you work with five other organizations, you may be seeing a hundred a hundred thousand dollars, where you are still making your twenty thousand dollars as the organization. But you've yep. pooled your resources, you've pooled your people, you've pooled your knowledge, and you're able to put on an event, or you're able to put on multiple events that you can then generate some revenue that you can help share in each other's audiences, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube channel, or things, and then hopefully that we can all grow together as a community be it ATVers or mountain bikers that we it's can... a whole outdoors community right yeah. exactly <laughs> silence <laughs> what, what else is on the list wasn't there a list of stuff for you got recognized I get recognized yeah. Laurie just posted a video on our yes our friend Kate Kate otherwise known as angry penis mad wiener <laughs> Okay, her Kate last name. She's her on. Last name is she's Maddie. on homesteading. She or recognized homesteading. you from the homesteading. Oh no! Is that Ben Cummings? I recognize him from the homesteading group. I get in trouble. At least he has group. his clothes on. Very entertaining <laughs> to follow yeah. his journey. We can confirm <laughs> that Ben is wearing pants. Kate, his face is really red. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna do a selfie. Should I take my shirt off? Evidence of Ben wearing pants. That'd be funny. You Absolutely. totally should. You totally should. Should I be Instagram? Took his hat off. He said his hat on the stove. He's now got his shirt off. It's not that. He's got his hat on. That's all right. He's wearing a carpet. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I, you know what? You, you need a pipe or a really cigar cold. in your mouth. It's getting hot hold here. On. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Cover your nipples. He just needs a chicken. <laughs> I do have a pierced nipple. There you go. Ah. Not that everybody at home needs to know that. But. He took off his shirt for you, Kat. I'm taking, I'm taking though. Settle down. Don't get too excited. She's married. Okay, good. Whew, that was a close one. Ben, I know AJ is probably going to ask, do you have an OnlyFans page? I don't. Oh, I, you know how, how often oh, I get asked his, that? That's his, his, his boinky page that he wants to make money from. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I feel about I, and it's not genuine nudity ever it's more just me not wearing pants or not wearing a shirt out because a lot of men just do that right like if you're hanging around the house you're not wearing pants oh I do he always is. not a always. chance I always wear pants what he always has yeah. dick pants on always explain <laughs> dick, dick pants, pants. explain <laughs> dick pants I, I pre- <laughs> hold on let me guess just one second they're either one <laughs> pants from the sex shop, covered in penises, <laughs> or or the brand Dickies pants. No, actually, neither. They're like, no, they're like those big plaid sleep pants. But sleep pants or jogging pants are called dick pants. Really? 
Yes. Okay, but why? In, in what vernacular? Explain that to me because, <laughs> because you can see your. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you've so got like your when face. you've got a semi on, yeah. it stands to like, and there's nothing, and they're all free. <laughs> you basically put it on, and you were you were just slowly go, describing an erection. <laughs> <laughs> you know when it's like. Even our kids call them dick pants. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has called them dick pants ever since they were little. They, that's what they knew. Yeah. Well, okay, the first time I got introduced to dick pants, we was camping, and these two nutbars forgot their stuff. So we ended up going to Walmart, and she's like, I just need some dick pants for Wes. I was like, back up the fucking truck. I think I went to high dick school pants. with a man named Dick Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Could not believe it, but yeah, dick pants. Yeah, that's what dick pants are. Okay, what were we I talking about? Because we totally went down. We, we, need, we, we, we want your expertise and how to grow our 21 people audience. How do we get to 30? How do we get to 30? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Laurie's got really what are the high keys expectations. To <laughs> well, the, a lot of people, like, there, there are ways to grow and sort of cheat the system. And I find some people... How will, do you break the algorithm? Well, you don't. Because the algorithm is, isn't something you can really break. It's just playing it to your advantage. Yeah. And it's something that... There are easy ways to do it. And then there's honest ways to do it. And I, I see so many people, like, you are probably here of different YouTubers or different people that will burn out and that have just been playing the game for too long. And then they've just become disingenuous. Where someone like myself because i'm not growing very quickly but i'm just trying to grow and i just want to i genuinely just want to make people laugh if you are consistent and you stay true to who you are your morality your your personality um you will continue to grow your audience and it's something even recently that as a creative i continue to evolve and continue to change what i do because it's who I am. I love, I find something that's funny and I'm lucky to be with a partner who finds the stupid and sometimes um, belligerent things that I say to be funny and I tone it down to PG-13 sometimes for the internet, but it's things that I really enjoy making people laugh and being genuine and just having a good time with people like yourselves. So if I can continue to do that and then show people that on the internet, I love to do so, and I've found a medium that is my videos to be able to do that and exploit that and to just be honest about people hide and try to put on this false face online that is just, oh, I'm so pretty or I'm so this or it's all filters and stuff where I'm like, no, I accidentally killed something. Dawn choked to death in my yard, and I've I've never seen a rooster choke to death, and it's that honesty, especially of farming because it's – It is a hobby or a job that is grueling and can be brutal, but people sort of post it online as this glorification of like, oh, I love all my birds, and they don't talk about I have to kill this one because it's sick, or I have to whatever, hunt a predator or something. And I just like to have fun with it and poke fun at it because I have no idea what I'm doing. I was raised by two parents who were, um, are you familiar with the term townie? My my parents were both townies. And I love them to death, but uh, I, I didn't learn how to put together a vehicle or put together a shell from my, from my parents because they're, they're not city slickers, but they're townies. And I've been learning this on my own and trying to... I lived in a bus for a little while, and I remember it broke down. Down by the river? Uh, well, I was in Fredericton, so sometimes it was by the river. Sometimes I had girls over. <laughs> <laughs> the shagging wagon. 
No, that Did never you wear happened. dick pants? I didn't. I wore no pants, and then the cops came, and it was a. <laughs> That's why there was no shagging in the wagon. But I, I, I lived in this bus for, for about six months in Fredericton, and uh, I remember I, I really should have thought it through because it was a 1985 Ford E350 uh, short bus, which shows me well in a short Fitting. bus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I remember one day it broke down, and I had no idea what was wrong with it. And I opened the hood like like any man would, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I opened I, I opened it up and I looked inside and I was like, I know there's like four fluids that this thing takes. And I'm pretty sure something's wrong with one of them. <laughs> and then again, like any man would, because I was in the middle of the road, I tried to push it. This massive bus. I tried to push a bus. Push like, a bus. Push a bus. I tried to push a bus. And I did like, yeah, you're not going to push a bus. As, as a, it was um, 6.30 in the morning. Speak for yourself, peasant. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was 6.30 in the morning. It was the day of my sister's university graduation, and my bus broke down. I was on my way to work, and I tried to push the bus. Anyway, I got it to the side of the road, and it was then that I realized, like, I can't figure this all out. I need help, and called my grandfather, and he came and helped me. Turns out it was the carburetor was sticking, and there was a little issue with that. And then a few months later, the tailpipe fell off on a trip to Grandma Nan. And it was just issue after issue, and it just compounded to a point where I was like, I can figure this out. I can solve these problems, and I can try to, to grow and learn a lot. And I use that in every aspect of my life, whether it's my marketing, whether it's my homesteading, or whether it's whatever I do. I try to, I may not know everything, but either I consult somebody, watch a YouTube video like most everybody else will, or I just do it and see how it turns out. I know I've seen some of your videos with your chainsaws and I've sat there and gone I know how to what what videos with my chainsaws I don't know what was the one you did with the pumpkin oh yeah I did chainsaw my pumpkins you did chainsaw your pumpkin (laughs) I just got that you bit the fucking thing as well that was so funny I didn't actually eat it I just took a bite because I knew that would be funny it would get get that reaction did you get seed and that pubic it was in my, if you watch the video, it's actually in my teeth. It got stuck. I didn't intend for that to happen, but then it got stuck in my teeth. I think I closed my eyes. Have you, ne- have you never had like pumpkin pie? It's the same thing, just blended. Yeah, but it's cooked with sugar and spices and crust. <laughs> and you don't eat the puby stuff. <laughs> you do. Nuh-uh. That's what pumpkin is. I can't. I get rid of that bit. I, I use the the stuff and take the thing off and then cut it. No, the pubes. The, chi- the chickens loved it. I did it because because I got that reaction from people on the internet. Oh, you because got that it was reaction. funny. I still have three more that I need to destroy. So if you have any ideas, if anybody listening wants to tell me how to destroy those pumpkins, they're not rotting yet because they weren't carved. They're still decent pumpkins. I need to smash them or blow them up or something for its video. Throwing them off a bridge is fun. I thought you was gonna. I do think Tannerite was yeah. a sound you need idea. To do that. See, that wouldn't get me out unless you put it in your mouth. What? What are you putting in your mouth? Yeah. He said it wouldn't get me out if he, unless you put it in his mouth. So, I explain your words. It's an interesting turn of phrase. I know what you mean, but um, many don't. Oh, Jesus, Wes. <laughs> what did he do? He farted. Did he I get got it in my mouth? mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to lumps. There? He's going to Kind of lumpy, uh, <laughs> honestly. I think you probably should see a doctor. Are you gonna stick your finger up and tell him you need a shit again? No, not yet. Um, okay, what did I say? 
Gip me out. It's gonna oh, make you sick. You're gonna make me. Oh, Gip okay. me out. It's what an English doing? thing. Put my finger up. <laughs> <laughs> but regard the key to the key to growing, I find, is just being honest. Because like you can grow to a million followers, but what's the point? Yeah, it would, be, it would be. Yeah, it would be great to have a million followers, but I would much rather have a dedicated fan base of a couple hundred people or maybe a yeah. few thousand people. That well, the really point would be we would all buy vans, quit our jobs, and just travel around my riding mountain bikes with our million followers, making money. <laughs> Sounds pretty dope to me. No, and, and you, but but you could do that, and you could get there with we got the, probably we ten got to twenty. On. You could probably do that with ten or twenty thousand followers, because then you're between the merch you sell and the different whatevers. And that's the brand what we got deals. going on here with the podcast. We're as genuine and real as it gets on this podcast. We we're no different. We don't like. Yeah, we're yeah. just as stupid. Um, Absolutely. I mean, we're stupid. We're stupid as. I well, am. I'm stupid. Like, you know. If you've seen any of my content, you know how stupid I am. You are stupid. Why I have a bachelor's stupid? degree in science, and you see the stuff that I do. <laughs> oh, what Did an you athletic s- maneuver. Seriously, yeah, just close miss enough. Stuff? I'll sweep it um, up. I didn't mean we're stupid like, uh, I mean, like, we're no different. It's top shitting. <laughs> <laughs> we're no different. Like, if, if listeners come across us at, at the park, or riding bikes, we're, we're just the same people, you know. Oh, yeah, I, like, people listen to us, and then people meet us, and we're the same. Yeah, the meetings are like, yeah, we're still talking shit. I'm getting comments from people on my, in the trails about the podcast. That's good. Oh, <laughs> but I'm still waiting. For, I'm still waiting for Laurie, feedback. Laurie wants questions. Questions? Laurie wants question times with Laurie so that she can... We we tried faking her one time and told her that Enid and Doris had sent some questions in. <laughs> Geraldine. 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 I don't fucking know. Well, she wants questions. Questions time with Laurie. Wow. I, all, I, all I wanted was for people to interact. You know how people interact with you on your on your homesteading yeah. page and they ask you questions and you have like a dialogue and whatever. That and they- is one of the coolest things that I find online. Like, yes, I post some really ridiculous stuff, but it's really cool to see in the comments how it devolves into conversations about yes. different things, especially safety. A lot of safety conversations in my comments. That's what I, that's what I want. I want people to dialogue with us and tell us. Maybe you need to fall off more often. Maybe I do. Maybe I need to hurt myself. <gasps> no, no. No. Don't be no. <laughs> no. Leave that to the professionals. Yeah, I know. Trust no. Me. I, I go you pretty only easy. do that once. Yeah, I know. I'm still aching from Moncton. Um, what? Oh, that friggin' bruise on the front of my shin when I wiped out at Blockley's dirt jumps? That was like six weeks ago. I know. <laughs> my shin is still bruised. <laughs> Shit. It's bone like bruised. the bone bruise. Is oh, like, you got a hematoma yeah, out of it. It's like yeah. Bru- yeah, those yeah, last it's huge. a while. It's yeah. Cool. Uh, what? What's it doing? <laughs> <laughs> Her hemoglobin is bloop. whatever. Anyway, yeah, I just I would really love to have people actually giving feedback. You know how on on iTunes and on Podbean or whatever you can leave comments. Oh no, we hey. just, somebody leave us a freaking comment. No, 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 no. Papa John no left way. us a comment on there. Was it Papa John? Yeah. yeah. He said the, the first sound episode. Was terrible. Well, he listened to the very first episode. And if wow. you remember, we just had that single. We were poor. Yeah, we no, just had done. that single nope. on the directional mic nope. in the middle of the table. It was friggin' horrendous. Nope. We've had another comment since then because I remember sending in the snacky it box. to our group. We had one because not only do I like to take pictures when I beat where Woo! What the fuck was that? It was a fire. Okay. Exploding. I like fine. to take pictures 
when I beat Wes on trails. Um, but I also took a picture. In English? It's loading. You beat me on trails? Oh, I do. I take pictures all the time. On a dirt bike? On a dirt bike? <laughs> yeah. No, I'd I don't have a dirt, dirt bike. bike. I would too. Don't look at me. That by a dirt bike. There are... Um, there's a quiet cat electric dirt bike. I've seen those. So those are super cool. British so, female. can I just say that on the 31st of July, 2021, um, we had a... Ooh, Spiddler. Uh, we had a comment where so someone said, some awesome people, especially the British female, she's super cool. And it wasn't me, by the way. The British female? The British female. Well, it's not Lauren. It's not me. Ben, you got some Vaseline and a shoe on. We're going to have to get a head out that door. Oh, fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> but I also, I do take pictures We're of We're going to have to take a couple studs out and some sheet metal. <laughs> yeah. I think I need a Can pee. we borrow your trailer um, to tow her home? She'll never fit in the Jeep. Me, 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 me. I do try, like here. Oh, no, I didn't beat him on that one. No, I bet uh, I beat Darren Taylor on that one. So there's some photographic evidence of me riding faster than Darren Taylor. I was probably waiting for Let's someone. See. Oh, fuck off. I didn't beat you. I was a few <laughs> seconds behind you. What trail is that? I don't know. I take a screenshot. That's today. Check all time. No, on that particular day. Give me my damn phone. <laughs> oh, you beat us on it. We were probably standing there building trail. No, it's when we was riding. Um, I do try and take pictures. Damn, she screenshots and she beats us. She does. That's yeah, a, that's she... awesome. What? <laughs> 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 you screenshot when you beat us on the day. Oh. I fucking do because I never do. I we already had this conversation. Ben, From this I day forth, in... I vow to never lose to her again on any day. Whenever we ride, Ben, I'm in no man's land. I think land, once in a while you've got balls. Yeah, I think so too. Because I'm too slow to keep up with these. Obviously, it. Makes her feel good. It makes oh, me absolutely feel very does, yeah. good. I can't find another one. Oh God! See, it doesn't happen. Why don't you often. favorite them? Put them. <laughs> put them in an album. Oh, can the I? Day do I that? The days that I beat Darren and Wes. <laughs> print them out. Just keep them in your wallet. I might do that. That maybe, sounds like a maybe really good Maybe buy a file idea. folder and a banker's box. <laughs> what the fuck is a banker's box? Where you keep pictures, photographic evidence of beating Darren and I on the day. That's just wrong. Look, I like to take screenshots when I beat you, okay? That's good. You're a good rider. You can beat us. I can't beat you. If this time ever comes that you, I beat you. You can. You're you know what, you both have progressed this year. <laughs> and I think it's a common thing. There's another one. <laughs> people generally show me that. <laughs> well, goddamn. I mean, I'll let you have I'm, that one. Look, 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 look. I beat both of them. We were probably Barely. walking. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two clean hey. seconds, Ben. So we're a cup race and that's should ten we, places. Should we Two dig seconds. out our Strava and see how many times we're Fuck ahead off. of her? No. 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 Um, I was 19.26. You was 19.34. What trail is this? I don't know. We must have been building trail. We wouldn't run any trail in 19 no. minutes. No. No, I don't know. Um, it was on the 1st of July, so Frig knows Summer's where we were. Good lord. Yeah. We oh, probably funny. going I, down Whitetail. Yeah. I don't care. I don't or care. Tip and lock. I awesome. beat you. A win is I a win. I never beat yeah. you. You're I'm right. always like behind you by if it 30 was July seconds. 1st, it was definitely funny. 
That's good. Always. That's so when good. I beat you, I screenshot it, okay? That's good. I'm a loser. No, go on. Sore loser by the sound of it. If you're a loser, <laughs> <Very>. <laughs> I'm like the tortoise. Who the hell is slopping? That was me. That's wise. Anyway, we're totally going totally. off. Yeah, squirrel. Ben sat here like, yeah, well, you know, okay. just going through <laughs> fucking Strava. I'm not going through Strava. I'm going through my images, actually. We've covered the, we've covered we've the covered list. Does anyone else list. have anything to add, or are we good here? We should, <laughs> we should do a, a video version of this sometime. We absolutely I, well, I think so we fun. need to start recording our podcast to we post them on our YouTube channel. What are your thoughts on that? Yep, 100%. Even if it's just phone video, I think it'd be so fun. People would love that. We should I do a podcast it. live. Uh, like, Mary do a little Marcus. Facebook live. I have a, a, a live video set up for we can do multicam. If we want to cool. do that next time, yeah. let me know and I'll have it set up. We can... Hopefully it won't be cold. Maybe I'll have it insulated. We can be warm. Oh, wow. But we should. We should... People probably like. They're, I know a lot yeah. of people watch. I, th- I think a lot YouTube, of what it's weird. the ladies do, do and say, it sounds funny, but with the visuals, it would be. Better. Oh come on! I don't know what they're Some, talking about. What are know, we talking? What are we talking about? I figure if you tie your friggin' hands behind your back, you two hey. won't be able to speak. <laughs> what if we dre- dress real sexy like two? Mankinis. Get tons of viewers. Hey, I'm oh. dressed very sexily right now. I have a beautiful dress Lori's on. prom dress. With I, yes. dress <laughs> shoes. My Madame Bijou outfit on. Madame Bijou. <laughs> Isn't that only for the bedroom? <laughs> That's when he's got his dick pants on. She's it's got, it's got my like grandmother's fur hat and fur... Oh yeah. I've got dick pants. She was wearing it one day, and then when we went down to podcast, I was like, "Hello, Madame Bijou." <laughs> <laughs> Kept me warm. Yeah, I bet it did. So. All right. Are we gonna? Are we gonna sign out from the uh, homestead here? From the shed. Well, let's say thank you to Ben yeah. first. Yeah. Thank you, know. you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Well. Thank you for hosting us here. Thank you for you letting us descend on your own. Homestead. You are welcome shed. anytime. I'm sorry I had to be in the shed. I live in such a tiny house that it just doesn't. The shed's great. Yeah. Awesome. It's all right. Follow Ben to see his tiny house tips. Follow Ben. And Have a look at his homegrown channel on YouTube because, yeah. you know, mountain bikers are typically outdoors people and he makes funny videos. He does stupid yeah, shit. I try. And he everyone watches, likes to watch that. They watch his cocks joke. <laughs> and your Facebook group. Homesteading 101. Yes. Yeah. And if anyone's got any tips on giving CPR to a cock, apparently <laughs> Wes would be interested in seeing that. Send them to Laurie. Laurie needs to read them out we'll at pro- the next one. We'll read them out live. I need to, I need to create some anonymous emails. <laughs> Sorry, what? I have a fake email account we can use. Why would you have a fake email account? What are you? Friggin' John. I have my fishing account. Bond. I have my James Bond. Biking with Enid. At gmail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. I'm, I'm going to make everyone I know send you questions. Ask about. Enid at gmail.com. <laughs> of course, is better. Just bring up Quora questions of, on mountain biking. Is that how we Ask should close? Enid. I oh, dread to think com. what you would find on there. Subject How to help a cock from choking. <laughs> <laughs> a choking cock. A choking cock! <laughs> Release your grip. Okay. I stopped your dog from choking last year in Fundy. I remember you had to like. Reach I stuck my throat. hand down yeah. his throat. Maybe that's what you needed to do with your cock. <laughs> stick my hand down its throat, or stick my hand on my throat while I. I know. Choke. I know. I heard <laughs> no, her like. Oh shit! Jess picked up a stick and was 
chewing it and choking on it and like full on like back into the rescue my hands right down his throat i got goober juice all over my hand it was kind of gross but he stopped choking well, thanks for joining us, Ben. Thank you for having me, for joining me in the shed with the little fire going. It's nice. Yeah. Crackling fire in the background. Nice. Check out Ben's uh, YouTube, his Facebook. Instagram, Give him a like, TikTok, TikTok. Everything. My yeah. TV show. I have a TV show on yeah, Bell TV. right now. What to do Woodstock. If you search Woodstock on Channel 1 on 5 TV, you can check it out. What about Trek It? Trek It is available at trekit.com slash ATV, seasons one and two. If you're looking for season three, it'll be available in February. But we also have our YouTube channel and our social media that we are updating regularly. Fundy Biosphere is on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Fundy Biosphere. And on our website, fundy-biosphere.ca. That's dope. And we will put those links on our podcast. We'll put those links on our podcast page. Absolutely. Darren? Yeah. There's so yeah. many links. No, yeah. Not, not right we'll just now. have a page. Of, like, we'll do a post <laughs> with just a page of links. <laughs> that is my Go associations. Yeah. That's all right. It's all good. All right, then, outro boy. After your intro, we have to really, like, yeah, you gotta sell, step yeah. it up. I literally don't remember. Maybe, maybe we should get we a guest outro. Yeah, Ben, you should outro us. I don't. What what is an outro supposed to be like? It's is how it we just, end the podcast. Whatever you usually like with right off the top of your head. It's just literally whatever's on the top of your head to end it. I dread to know what that could possibly be. Well, there's not much on the top of my head because I'm barely. I'm not gifted up there. Me either. Down here, chest. however, <laughs> ladies and yeah. gentlemen, this has been the Mountain Bike Connection Podcast. I'm Ben. That's Darren. Wes, Lori, and Becky. Good night. Peace out. Last okay?